Hi friends, welcome to the Crime Dating Podcast, where each week you can pull up and discuss dating culture. The highs, the lows, the ebbs, the flows, we discuss it all here. We take stories from either the internet or personal stories from you guys, the listeners, or some of my own personal stories, which that can get crazy, but we'll take that and dissect it down. It's a little play on true crime, if you will. But I'm glad to have you here on this adventure. Let's get started. What's up, you guys? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's the first day of school or like I'm on a first date or something weird because it's been a long time. I first want to come and apologize. I know I I hate when creators do this to me. Like, they take a long pause. Um, so I w- I'll keep this very brief. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, I've been working on me. I've been, I took a pause from this podcast um, for several different reasons, I feel like. And I'll get more into that for the how you doing how you doing section but um just an initial hello I'm back there's been a lot going on and I'm excited to tell you guys about it um some positives some negatives but mostly positive (laughs) but overall I just wanted to apologize for being inconsistent over the last few weeks (laughs) and hopefully we won't have to worry about that anymore um even though may is hella busy february i mean i'm sorry not february oh my gosh this is probably the last time i talked to you guys but no um march was hecka busy but freaking oh wait march oh my god what am i thinking april april was extremely busy but may is even busier so I've overextended and overbooked myself for sure in May. Um, Mostly a lot of stuff with my kids that my kids, oh Lord, my child, I have one child. Um, Mostly stuff with her that's going on right now for like end of school. She's graduating, all these life changes. She's about to start kindergarten at the end of the summer. It's a lot going on, okay? Um, But I'm so super excited for everything that's to come. But yeah, these next couple months are going to be so busy, but well worth it. So my summer craziness is kind of starting now. And it's not really going to slow down till June. <laughs> and um that's when my daughter's birthday is so that's a lot going on anyways I've rambled already too long um with this intro let's get to the how you doing how you doing what's up you guys so for today's how you doing I'm gonna rate myself probably a high eight to nine I mean a 10 is real strong, but um, 8, 9 is where I'm at. I'm living there lately. So I kind of teased it a little bit that um, I have been working on myself. I have a long way to go, um, but I want to expound. Is that the right word? Expand upon. Um, so for those who personally know me, know that my weight has been a struggle pretty much all my life. I mean, I've always the chunky girl, always this and that. I was used to that. But after I had Anaya, 
like my body changed there are some things that still are different from me having a kid but the biggest thing that changed I already had sucky metabolism we've already established this but man okay so it was weird so right when I had Anaya I breastfed for a year a little over a year actually so I actually lost some good amount of weight and then and if you go to my YouTube channel <clears throat> you'll see like I was small like I was losing weight and I was going through a lot of stress and trauma and uh, personal things as well that were causing me not to eat and things like that um once I got through all that um postpartum was still really heavy um so it, the tide started turning after I was done breastfeeding I feel like once I stopped breastfeeding I started blowing up like I think I was on antidepressants because of the postpartum um but that hadn't affected me that whole year right but then like literally um as soon as I started stopped when I was like weaning her off of breastfeeding like that's when I noticed my weight going up like very quickly and then it just got kept getting worse kept getting worse kept getting worse then 2020 happened and um when 2020 happened it skyrocketed um basically i noticed my weight just skyrocketed in 2020 like some in 2020 i was um vlogging you can see that on youtube as well and then like I, all of a sudden i just stopped vlogging and no one really knew like why no one probably cared but like it was because i kept seeing myself and i, I was like running out of ways to angle the camera to not show like how fat my face had gotten and my face had gotten so big like you can usually see my weight gain first in my face um and obviously stomach and all these other areas and by the end of 2020 I probably gained over 30 something maybe more pounds um that's where I gained the most of my weight and then the last uh two to three years I've just been maintaining that going up and down up and down up and down I'm not gonna tell the weight yet because I'm saving that for a YouTube video but just know that now I have been since January technically but I've had some up and down moments on staying consistent but technically since January I have been working you know to lose this weight um, finally after four years we're getting rid of the baby weight if you want to call it that <laughs> um, at this point it's a grown adult okay um, but yeah the goal is 50 pounds by to lose 50 pounds by June because me and my family I'm taking them to Disney World and we are so excited so we don't have much time left um, and I really messed up around February and March I really just wasn't doing right you know like very inconsistent and then around like maybe april after i had gotten back from that wedding like i saw myself in those pictures and i want to say that was one of the happiest times i've had so far in 2023 but the pictures of me i wanted to like pass out and just pass <laughs> right then because I was like mortified because I had such a great time but then like I look at the pictures and everyone looks beautiful everyone looks great but me I just look huge and I'm like this is too much this is not me I look like I'm wearing a fat suit 
And that's how I feel. Every day, that's how I felt. It was like I was wearing this big fat suit. And I was like screaming from underneath. And so I decided after that that I was going to get serious. And it took me a couple weeks still after that to really, really hunker down. But I will say most of April and then now into May, I'm going strong. Um, Like I said, I'm not going to reveal how much I've lost yet. It's obviously... Um, a long long journey and even after the 50 pounds obviously like we have a so far to go but the 50 pounds uh goal is just that short-term thing I wanted to lose enough weight to be able to get on rides at Disney World with my child I knew that the priority of Disney World was to be able to ride with her and I have my mom there for backup but my mom doesn't like roller coasters and stuff not that we'll be on big roller coasters my kid is only four but um (laughs) Um, you know, she can't do too many like twists and turns and stuff like that. Kind of like, I I love that stuff. So, and I miss it. So I really wanted to be able to share that moment with Anaya and, um, not have to tell her no, because mommy can't fit the ride. Like that's embarrassing and unacceptable to be honest, unacceptable for, for me, you know, me personally. Um, so I've been beefing it up. I've been really in the gym, um, last week, this week, just really trying to be consistent, uh, with my schedule. It's hard to go every single day, but, um, so far this week I've gone every single day. I have to skip Thursday, but after that, like it's every, it is every single day that I can possibly go like every day, even if it's for like 20 minutes like I like today I I was trying to get there 35 minutes 45 minutes I could only do 20 minutes because of my schedule I had to pick up an island and like I did it like I still went and I did it because I really gotta do this like I am committed um anyways this was a very long how you doing <laughs> but I guess I what I'm trying to say is I'm doing good I'm an eight to nine on the scale of one to ten and yeah i hope it stays like this for a while because i like it here have you heard the latest news anchor is now spotify for podcasters now you can enjoy all your favorite hilarious informative and juicy content all in one place spotify for podcasters is an amazing tool i use it to put the podcast together that you're listening to right now i can create a trailer an intro outro individual segments and more all while having access to cool sounds and music all found in one place whether it's to create or listen download the app spotify for podcasters today you'll love it too All right, you guys, so this week's topic that you all voted on, and thank you for all those people, wonderful people who did vote on this topic. I will get to, I know some people voted for other topics, and I will definitely be getting to that another week. Um, So this topic is dating anxiety. Um, So we all know what dating is, obviously, and we know what anxiety is, darling. So we no need to define it this week, but that is our topic for today. And man, is it a topic. So (laughs) dating anxiety for me looks like internally overthinking, um, which is honestly a lot of my just normal anxiety it's what it that's where it stems from for me I don't know what I feel like everybody has um different triggers mine um is usually if I see someone scanning my face or my body so like if I'm talking to a woman or a man um this doesn't have to be like a 
a sexual thing, but I'm just in, 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 um, what should I say? In, um, just general speaking, if I see someone scanning my face, my body, my hair, anything like that, as I'm trying to speak to you, I'm immediately filled with anxiety. Like, what are they looking at? Is my lace front showing? Is my, <laughs> are my teeth like weird? Um, like, do I have something on my face? That is like usually my go-to like, oh, I have a booger, like a hundred percent. I have a booger right now on the, you know, in this day or on this interview or whatever. When in all actuality, I will not say all the time, but a lot of the times the, the person's just actually just kind of scanning you, but not like in a mean or weird way, just in a way of like, I'm just trying to grasp this person and like talk to this person or whatever. Um, it's why I'm, it's really hard for me to do eye contact. Um, it's anytime I, if like, if I ever talk to you and I'm making really good eye contact, just know that inwardly I am forcing myself to make eye contact with you. I hate it because I feel like people scan me and I like I hate that even though it's usually like 90 I feel like 80% of the time people scanning you it's nothing malicious but then like there's that 20% that are like ooh, her hair messed up or ooh, she got some on her face or it really or ooh, what is she wearing you know I just I don't want to I don't want to see it so I'll try not to look at the person and it's really hard to do but getting back to the dating aspect of it um that is something that was hard for me to deal with because if you're sitting especially if you're sitting like in a restaurant um where you're having to face to face talk to someone holy smokes that's why most of my first dates are definitely the movies and i already know that that is an unpopular thing um for everyone now it's like a big thing to say oh don't go on a movie for a first date that's the worst kind of first date blah 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 I still think that's a perfect first date especially if you have anxiety because it gives you a moment before the movie you got to get your snacks you got to get all that if you go to like a studio movie grill you order your food you do that there's plenty of time still to connect with that person one-on-one but just enough to where it's not it's very casual so it's not so in your face like we're at a dinner and you're forced to look at me for an hour or however long the dinner takes you know like you can kind of just chillax and it just eases it eases into things and on great dates we actually after the movie hung around like that's the great thing about like a studio movie grill there's a bar in the lobby like you can go out there after the date and, and continue the date there have been many times where I've went on walks before studio movie grill was a thing um yes I'm telling my age but um and for those who don't know what studio movie grill is it's like an eat-in movie situation you know anyways you get to eat like a normal restaurant but like in the movies um so I think everywhere has that but in some type of capacity it just may not be called studio movie grill where you live um so anyways we you know before those kind of theaters were a thing or at least I didn't know that know about them uh we went to regular you know theaters and what we would do is either go hang out in the lobby um sometimes there was like arcade games and stuff like that we would just hang out there or we would go out and sit in the car and like talk and stuff and like that was where we got that one-on-one talking and things like that it just depended on if it was the first day we probably weren't in the car unless we came together <laughs> like if we didn't come together we wouldn't go in the car but if we did come together um then we would just go sit in the car but we wouldn't like just leave right away we would just talk you know um 
so yeah um dating anxiety is real 100 percent. i don't really have the cure for it obviously or i would be so famous right now if i had the cure for anxiety in general and i definitely do not um but <laughs> i will say the thing that's helped me is i tend to like i said tell myself internally i'm like pay attention to them look at them in their eyes don't look at their lips don't look at you know their hair don't scan them because the same reason why you're having anxiety because people scan you don't do that to anyone else look them dead in their eyes and um a good movie trick um that they teach people in movies and which is why if they ever do a close-up in the movies on if you ever see a close-up of someone looking at someone else it looks like their eyes are moving left to right um it's like an old movie trick and I don't remember the ins and out of that but I just know that it does help you not to look cockeyed number one and it helps you to focus but don't do it super hard because then you look crazy right so it's hard to do you should probably practice in the mirror or practice like self-taping yourself if it's that serious for you and you can practice but it's just like an old trick that I remember from back in video technology days like when I went to school for that and you know they talked about that like why when you see on screen like really close-ups of like maybe a husband and wife talking you see the wife looking the husband in the eye so lovingly and you see if you really pay attention to their eye movement it's going left right left right left right so it's just an interesting thing okay um I don't know if that helps <laughs> but there's no real cure for anxiety i mean i wish there was if there was i wish they would just bottle it up i mean yeah there's anxiety medications but that's not gonna help you on a, a date you know what i mean like you don't want to be zonked um i would say the the one thing that helps me kind of relax on a date is trying to find that and this is pretty obvious to most people but some people maybe not you find that commonality commonality like okay one of the last dates i went on I realized he really, 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 really loves sports. I'm just making a generalization. Like, he, it's a certain team, but I'll just say sports. So, he really, really likes sports. So, I knew to hone in on that. Now, I don't know jack squat about this certain sport that he liked and this team. You know, I knew a little bit about the team, but nothing really about the sport. But I would joke with him, you know, different stuff. Like, I would just really find that one topic to speak with them about and I would just kind of make that the common topic throughout the night maybe I would joke on them and be like see that's why you're a let's just say Cowboys fan like oh see Cowboys fan that's what's wrong with you or whatever you know whatever floats your boat comedy is my big thing I love using comedy to um ease like ease the tension in a room I love using comedy and it, yeah it's bittersweet to do that because sometimes it's just a, a mechanism a coping mechanism but hey it works <laughs> so if comedy is not your thing like throwing little jabs here and there being sarcastic sometimes with them just flirty things like that it really helps with that dating anxiety and it makes the other person feel so comfortable so whatever that is for you um to where you're not being so in your head because I think honestly a lot of dates are ruined because both parties or one party is um in their head the whole time and they're not er er they're not able to like relax and breathe I was actually just talking about this with a friend on the phone the other day and we were discussing you know just being chill and just like why are we like why are we so like 
just 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 relax because everything's gonna happen how it's going to how it's supposed to happen and so we should just sometimes relax when you're in that high anxiety moment just think girl relax like take a deep literally it's the most generic thing ever take a freaking deep breath bro and chill because it's all good and if we all have that bob marley mentality i think the world honestly would be a better place and less anxious at least for me uh, so shout out to maya because <laughs> i'm just gonna name you girl shout out to you because that's where i got that from i was telling her it's so nice that she's like always so chill like if y'all know maya she is which why would you but anyways if you know maya she's very like my name's maya like i'm chill you know what i mean and i was just telling her the other day i'm like i'm so anxious you know and i don't know how to be chill like you and she's like you just gotta chill <laughs> so it's not gonna work for me like every day but sometimes it works it works sometimes anyways so i digress i went off on a tangent there but yes dating anxiety is real if you have it i'm so sorry definitely find what works for you coping wise and just run with it mine is comedy it works with every guy like the only my only issue is too much comedy probably um so i need to dial that down because what happens with me is i become the homie but that's a whole nother podcast topic episode so we'll talk about that another time anyways that was the topic of the week <laughs> As we get into this week's date of the week, I wanted to remind you all that you can send your dating stories over to thecrimedatingpod at gmail.com. That's thecrimedatingpod at gmail.com. Can't wait to read your story. Now it's time for my favorite part of this podcast the date of the week <laughs> all right you guys so this week's date of the week i got off of reddit i follow um a thread called dating stories and sometimes they're actually funny and good or spicy so i found one that i thought was um very very interesting uh let's see what you guys think too all right so this is the uh the title of their story is I bit my current boyfriend's ear during the first date. Ooh. <laughs> I joined Hinge around January. I broke up with my first partner in May of last year, and I haven't seen anyone since. After last year's Halloween drunk kiss fias fiasco with my ex-partner, things became clear to me that we weren't getting back together. After a couple months of getting myself back into shape and happier, I decided to get on Hinge to get myself out there again with the support of my friends. When I joined Hinge, I came, is this an ad for Hinge? Because she didn't say about Hinge about 3,000 times. It says, um, when I joined Hinge and I came across my current boyfriend's profile, his, prof uh, his profile seemed decently filled out okay so when she's saying current boyfriend she's at that time obviously it wasn't her boyfriend anyways I'm sure y'all get that y'all are smart um his profile seemed de uh decently filled out and better than the ones in my neighboring area we texted back and forth for a couple days and asked he asked me if I wanted to go on a date moving forward he comes to my campus and I give him the worst tour of my university in freezing weather I'm not kidding. It was 27 degrees out plus wind. Girl, where do you live? Colorado? And was um, 
okay, using universal freezing weather. And it says, and was almost late to the movies to see Puss in Boots. What? What? Was this in 1998? Um, <laughs> how old is this story? To see Puss in Boots. <laughs> the Last Wish. Um, he convinced me that it was a banger and he was not wrong. Okay. We got nerd alert. Um, things went red. Y'all, I'm nerd too, so I'm not shaming them. Um, things <laughs> things went relatively better than I expected. Snuggled a bit during the movie, but nothing else. We enter my freezing car and go to McDonald's for some food, as well as to get to know each other more. I'm going to be honest and say I really don't know what came over me, but at some point during the McDonald's run, my impulse came uh my impulse thought came through my head and while in conversation with him, I lightly bit his ear. We both paused. <laughs> we both paused. I was internally freaking out, girl. I'm freaking out for you, okay? Um, because I never acted out of impulse and this was the worst time to do it. And I'm pretty sure if someone did that to me, vice versa, I would have flipped. I immediately apologized and said I would drive him uh, back to his car to go home if he didn't, um, feel comfortable. And he's like, huh? No, I'm just surprised that I, that I really liked it. Oh, oh, he a freak. Um, after a couple of months of dating, I revisited the memory and he was like, honest truth. He was like, honest truth. That was the hottest thing anyone could have ever done on the first date. Swag. Okay. <laughs> that took a inter. I mean, I mean, I knew where it was going because of the title, right? We get it, but. That brings the question, like, what's the weirdest, craziest thing you've ever done, like, on a date or, like, even in a relationship? Like, what's that impulse thing that you've done and you're like, why did I do that? But then it ended up working for you or maybe it didn't. I don't know. I would definitely like to hear y'all's thoughts on that. <laughs> that was an interesting date of the week. I don't think I've ever done anything that wild um, and out of character, out of impulse on, a like, a first date. Um, but there are weird things I like to do with like, when I'm in a relationship, like, but I think it's like a lot of girls do that. Like, I like to slap my man on the booty, stuff like that. Like, I don't know, just weird, obsessed with the booty. <laughs> I don't know why us women like are obsessed with like guys butts, but like, it's a thing. Okay. It's, a, it's just a thing and y'all need to start letting it happen. Okay. It's just relax, relax. <laughs> um, but that was a really cute date of the week. You guys, I really want to hear from y'all. I haven't gotten any personal, like people like sending me their date in the weeks, date of the weeks, um, not date of the weeks, but their dating stories in so long. And I, I know at least three to four of you got some good juicy ones. So send them over. They don't have to be extravagant. They don't have to be funny. They could just be an experience of a date that you remember or that you recall, or maybe you just had it, you know, just like send, send it all over. Okay. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I had, speaking of anxiety, I had a lot of anxiety making this podcast because it's my first one in a while and 
it took me, I'm not going to lie, like, I've been trying to make this podcast and film and, like, record this for the last, like, almost four days because, um, one, because it's just busy, but then, like, every time, like, at the end of the night when I went to go, like, do it, I just got so nervous and I was like, what do I say? Uh, I I don't want to force it. So tonight felt good. Tonight felt like the night and I'm just glad, um, glad to be back. So I hope y'all are having a wonderful spring. And if I don't talk to y'all before Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day to all the mommies out there. Um, I can't wait to celebrate myself and my mother um, as well. But anyways, I will talk to y'all in the next one. Bye.